to JMI Wealth and Andrew Kelleher is with us again. Good morning. How are you? Yeah, morning, Tim. All good? Good, good, good. Uh, would you unpack the card transaction numbers, please? What do you think's going on there? Yeah, there's quite, quite in there, actually. So, look, Tim, we know a few things. We know the Reserve Bank wants to see some moderation in consumer spending. So that's all part of them, you know, trying to match demand and supply out there in the economy. But they're also concerned about the potential impact of increased spending as, and demand as a result of sort of rebuild and remediation of the damage caused by Cyclone Gabrielle and the Auckland storms. Now, so this is Stats New Zealand data yesterday around electronic card transaction data for March. And I think it, you can see some of these uh, Reserve Bank sort of themes in the data. And there's some stories in the numbers. The first story is that we're not seeing spending collapse. It's holding up reasonably well. So retail card spending rose 0.7% in March compared to February. Now, there's an important point in here, Tim. These numbers are seasonally adjusted, but they're not adjusted for price changes. In other words, if inflation was running at the same speed, then the, the sort of real lift in spending is zero, because in other words, you're spending more just to get the same amount of stuff. Um, spending rose in all categories except groceries and liquor. Uh, core retail spending rose 0.5%. Now, within the data, Tim, it does differentiate between different types of spending. So what we call non-retail spending, this is spending on stuff like travel, medical costs, healthcare, it was up 11.3%. So that was a big jump. So we got busy on things like travel in March compared to February. Now you roll it all together, you bring in services, card spending as well, and the total value of electronic card spending rose 3.1%. So it doesn't look like it's moderating that much, does it? I mean, mm. was it all mean? Well, that retail card spending, that 0.7% rise, that was a little bit lower than expected. And if you think about it, um, one of the real staples in there is groceries, isn't it? You kind of got to buy groceries. That actually fell. Um, we're not sure what's going on there. Uh, maybe people stocked up in late February, a sort of cycling Gabrielle approach. So they pulled some of that March spending into into February and sort of preparation. Uh, within the numbers, there is some evidence of spending later in March on sort of stuff that would have been related to Cyclone Gabrielle, sort of remediation and rebuild. I think the effects of that post-Cyclone spending are going to linger. Uh, only a small portion of insurance claims have actually been paid out. So people actually haven't got the money yet necessarily to be able to go and do all the fix-it stuff. Um, but I think you've got to at some stage see some pressure on retail card spending. I think Roman was talking to the ANZ chief executive and she said that 35% I think of their mortgage borrowers still haven't refixed their rates. Really? So you've still got more pressure coming from those refix of the fixed mortgage rates. So I think we will start to see moderation in retail card spending. That stat you also mentioned there, Andrew, 11.3% more medical, healthcare and travel kind of throws a question mark over cost of living and how much we're worried about cost of living if we're going off travelling. Yeah, that's a massive number and I just look yeah. at that and I'm just not sure what's going on there. So that one needs a little bit more inspection because that's a really big jump. Okay, CPI figure out in the state, only a moderate increase in consumer prices. Yeah, so we need some good news, don't we? We need good news. So the US got some uh, got some good news on their inflation figures. Their their month on month CPI at 0.1 percent, and they're expecting it to go up 0.2 percent. So inflation now year on year they're running at 5 percent, core running at 5.6 percent. Some signs of moderation. It's still too high. Though. Probably not enough to pull the Federal Reserve back from putting another 25 basis points 
um, onto the Fed funds rate in May. But we had a bunch of Fed officials speaking yesterday, and they're actually coming from both sides of that argument. So I think what we've clearly got now is a more a sort of healthy debate of whether or not they're at the peak of their Fed funds rate or not. But, but what you will be interested in, uh, Tim, the biggest monthly drop in egg prices in the US since 1987. They fell 11% in March from February, so egg lovers will be happy. Very good. And the numbers, please. Yeah, the Dow Jones. Actually, the US share market's reacted reasonably positive to these CPI numbers. The Dow Jones up 200 points. Uh, 33,884 is the number there. Uh, the S&P 500 is up uh, 0.33 of a percent, 4122. And as I'm looking at it, the NASDAQ is up 15 points, 12,046. Now, the FTSE 100, uh, 7824, they were up half a percent. Uh, the Nikkei, 28,082, also up just over half a percent. Shanghai Composite, up 0.4%, 3327. Uh, on the Australasian markets, the ASX 200 gained 0.46% yesterday, 7343 was the close there. And the NZX 50 gained 44 points. 0.37 of 11,976. All right. Thanks so much. And we'll catch you tomorrow. Andrew Kelleher at JMI Wealth with the money news for this morning.